Good afternoon and welcome to Mediascope, the programme for and about the public relations, event management and journalism industries. I'm Ellen Gunning from the Global Institute for Public Relations and you're very welcome to the programme. We're back on air again for our 42nd series and looking forward to bringing you stories of interest to communications professionals between now and the new year. On this week's show, I'm chatting with Dave Winterlich, who's the Chief Strategy Officer with Dentsu in Ireland, and I want to chat to him about brands and their purpose. Thanks for taking my call, Dave. No problem. Thanks for, thanks for asking me to come on. Not at all. Great to have a chat with you. What I want to do now is I want to tap into that incredibly knowledgeable head of yours um, <laughs> and pick out as much as I can in the time that's available to us, right? Let me right. kick you off. You're on the brand side of the equation, and brands spend a lot of money explaining their purpose to us. And consumers believe that it's really important that their brands have purpose. Mm-hmm. New trend, old trend, it, it seems to go back a long way. What's uh, your thinking on it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it has, gone, it has gone back. It goes back a long way. But I think, like, purpose is important. I think brand purpose is really important. Um, Unilever, I always think Unilever are good benchmark so Alan Joke the CEO says that they're going to do away with brands that don't have a clear purpose so I think it's not a new trend but it has become increasingly important the the kind of purpose marketing I think is a new trend so purpose has always been around but I think marketers genuine just generally overestimate the importance of purpose so um for me having a clear brand purpose um it's more of an internal thing I would say so it's your 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 north star it allows you to kind of everybody internally to know where we're going why we're doing things why we're not doing things where we're headed why we kind of get out of bed in the morning as, as, a, as a company and act as a, as a north star i mean one of the things that people who who kind of give out about purpose or, or don't agree with it say well every company's purpose is to make a profit and yeah to a degree yes it is like there's very few companies that are around that, that don't try to make a profit but if you take that as a given then why are you in the field that you're in and not? why don't you just do something else? And I think for me, that clarity of purpose is really, really important. Consumers say it's really important that they, they want to buy from brands that have a clear purpose. Um, but I, I, think it's, I think it's become a little bit, we, we, we've lost a run of ourselves to a degree a little bit. Um, I also think purpose is important internally, like from an employer brand, from a, as an employer brand, you, people want to work increasingly now. Younger people want to work for a company that they feel can make a difference. But, the problem, that has always been the case, but the problem that's happened in recent years is that we, we seem to have conflated brand purpose with social or, or cause marketing. So I don't think purpose has to mean that, you know, we're saving the planet or we're sticking it for minority groups. I think there's way too many campaigns that are in this kind of cause marketing and, you know, it's referred to as woke washing. And I think when when you kind of blur those lines, that's when things go wrong. The, well, now the there are loads of things in there that I want to pick you up on, right? I don't agree with you that companies, that people have always worked for companies that sort of stood for something or meant something. I don't think it mattered years ago. I don't think it mattered mm-hmm. like 40 years ago when I started working. Um, it, you never asked what was the purpose of the company. It was like, I'm working for this company and, they, you know, I get a good living and it'll advance my career. Um, but I think nowadays people actually look at a company and say, is it actually going to do anything for the world at all? You know, if I can choose where I want to work to work work with, I want to work with a company that actually stands for something, that means something, and that certainly doesn't run contrary to my values. So I think it has become much more important in terms of employment. But from a, a product point of view, I mean, I, I was actually thinking in advance of our chat here today, Anita Roddick back in the 70s, mm. I mean, the body shop, that wasn't about internal North Star, Dave. That was about 
the consumer, the customer yeah, no. who said, I want to buy a product that enhances or doesn't damage the environment. Yeah, I, I totally agree. There's And, and there have been, I'm, I'm not saying that there aren't companies that, that don't have that purpose. Usually those companies have, the purpose came from the entrepreneur. And there's companies like Patagonia as well at the moment, um, Vega Trainers. There's, there, there are exceptions. There's companies that actually, on principle, go out to try and do good for the world. They're few and far between, though. They're genuinely few and far between. Most companies don't. Uh, and, and I think when we think about purpose, Again, it's a great example because the body shop had a purpose. It was, you know, it was about doing good or, or not doing bad. But brands have always had a purpose. The, the point I make is that consumers aren't really aware or, or don't care about the purpose. So give me an example. Google's purpose is to organize the world's information and make it, make it accessible and useful, I think, is what their purpose is. That's fine. That's a brilliant brand purpose. They deliver on that every day. Um, and it, but it doesn't claim to, you know, save the planet or, or, or house the homeless. Um, McDonald's one is, I think it's from memory, feed, feed and foster communities. And again, on face value, that is their brand purpose. They never promise that they're going to, you know, make us a more a healthier planet or the most nutritious meal you've ever had. But that's their purpose. Uh, Dove's purpose, I think I mentioned Unilever Dove's is to, encourage women to have a, a more positive relationship with beauty and i actually think that's a that's a brilliant that's one of my favorite ones because and um, it's not talking about saving the planet or making the world a better place they're, they're all purposes and i think the ones that sometimes when you when you get into gray area is when you start to i think reach into you know companies try and and, and position themselves as making a difference but most of them don't and it's when so my problem with purpose marketing is not so much the purpose side of it it's the marketing side of it i think there's there's an awful lot of brands that just get these things mixed up um you know the the ones that you talked about there so the body shop they had purpose at their heart and, and there's there's very few companies that do they're not born from that you've seen companies that you said years ago they didn't have a purpose but now they're turning up and trying to pretend that they have a purpose and i think that's where the problem if your marketing department's coming up with your purpose i think you've got a problem but if you're if you look at somebody like um, Dove um, yeah. and their whole campaign, which actually says it doesn't matter what shape, size, color, whatever you are, if you're a woman, um, you know, own it. Do you not reckon that an awful lot of women are drawn to that product because they actually like what it stands for? That's yeah. my idea of purpose, that they that they have a, a vision almost. It's not that they want to save the world is that they. What I'm thinking is they take one particular niche and say, we own this. This is what we stand for. And if you don't like it, take a walk. But yeah. I think their customers actually and their clients respond to it really positively. I, I totally agree. Um, but I think, unfortunately, the examples of, of companies that do that are few and far between. So, we, we, But do we, you not uh, think there's more of them coming to it? I mean, on the, on the PR side, PR companies will tell you that companies... Their clients are now coming to them saying, we, we really need to establish what our purpose is. And when we found our purpose, we then need to own that space that they're looking at it as something which is going to be vitally important in the coming years. Yeah, I, I, I think it is. But my problem is when companies pay lip service to it. So that's when you get found out when, when, when you're kind of when your marketing department is saying, like, even the way you say it there, we have to find our purpose. If you're a company that's in business for 40, 50, 60, 70 years, and you're having a meeting now saying we have to find our purpose. Why are you doing that now? You're doing it because it's increasingly important for customers to, you know, because you say, well, this is the way the world's going. People only buy from brands that have a purpose. 
ergo we need to find a purpose that's for me that's the wrong way around i mean you have a purpose you should believe in something no i I think what you have to do is settle out which purpose you have i mean you it could be that your purpose is to enhance equality it could be that your purpose is to um support diversity but you can't have all purposes so you may be a really good company that actually behaves very ethically and very well but you find that what you're doing is somewhere in the middle nobody actually knows what you stand for because your mom and apple pie you actually need to take a position and own it i think that's what they're looking for i i i don't know i i again i think that we're you we overestimate the industry tends to overestimate um how much consumers generally care about things like there's a lot of brands come out on Black Lives Matter. Now, I know it's probably, you could say any anything that raises a level of awareness around an issue is a good thing, right? And, and, mm-hmm. and generally, I agree with that. But I, I think brands thinking that, or people thinking, a brand thinking that consumers need a sports marketing company to come out and set my moral compass and tell me that what happened to George Floyd is morally wrong. I think it's very self indulgent of a brand. I just don't understand why. They think that, you know, they need to weigh in on all these things. So anything is good. But one of the, And so do here, you not think that their consumers or their purchasers say, like, I'm proud of them for doing that? Well, if, if, if Because Black if, Lives Matters matters to me. <laughs> well, if, that, if that's why you're doing it, then you're doing it for the wrong reason. If, that, if the only reason, so if, if the only reason that you're going to talk about Black Lives Matters is because you think your consumers care about it, well, then I think if the tail is wagging the dog you're doing it for the wrong reason so the challenge I have and if you want, if you want to talk about it I think there's there's too much virtue signaling that goes on with purpose marketing so you know we think about sport and I, I hate calling brands out but you think about sports companies um, don't call them out go on it m- no, makes for much better radio <laughs> I, I, I might be pitching for them one day but if you think about sports bodies and sports marketing companies they're spending millions on anti-racism campaigns right mm-hmm. but if I'm going to and this is maybe uh, if I was being sceptical I'd say okay you care about this Let's have a look at your board. How much? How many people on your board are racially or even gender diverse? Let's count on the fingers of one hand the, the men, the people who aren't middle-aged white men. And yeah. I say, if you want to start off, if if you want to start off running campaigns telling the world that you agree with gender balance or racial inequality, start with your own house first. And that, that, my point is always that I think. That, oh no, I agree with you entirely on that. Do you not think that the consumer has become much smarter and sees that I, and I says, you know, all of don't. these middle-aged white men are telling us women or us black people or us whatever um, how we should behave or that they support us. No, I don't think consumers have gotten any. I think what people say in focus groups, what we say and what we do are completely different so you don't think women are very conscious of whether or not there are women on boards because it's a red flag to me instantly it doesn't have to be pointed out i i see it the minute i look at a picture i think they're conscious but i don't think does people don't uh it doesn't follow we don't we don't act with our wallet so if i was to say climate change is a big issue huge issue and everybody in a focus group most people around the world would say yeah it's a big 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 deal I couldn't imagine a, a scandal like Volkswagen's diesel gate scandal from, what was it, 2016 or 2017. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, the, we're, caught, we're, we're caught fixing, uh, you know, scamming the, the emissions on our cars. And you Absolutely, and making you, the they, emissions uh, look like they yeah, were lower they, than they were actually were, so and they knew would, it. Yeah. And you would naturally assume that because this is such a big deal in the world, and this was such a public, everybody in the world knew that they were doing this because it was a huge scandal. So you would naturally assume that. Well, because we care about it, and you've been really bold boys in that area, you're going to suffer. What happened? The car sales went up every year until 2020. So, I don't. I actually don't buy this. That we, that we. we why do people buy T-shirts for three euros? I, I mean, why do people do that? If, if if we did care as much as we say we do, 
we we actually act with our wallet. So I, I do have a problem with. Uh, so is the consumer confused? Because the, the, I'm thinking of people who buy, and I, I hear what you're saying about the three euro T-shirt completely, but the people who do that are also the people who buy from secondhand shops and say, well, I'm actually supporting this whole recycling, upcycling trend. I'm doing my best not to wreck the environment. Is it that they, I think they're very genuine, but are you saying they're genuine but misguided? No, I think there's a, there's just a, there's a thing, there's just a behavioural Silencing where what we say it's kind of a good for me versus good for the planet and like everybody thinks we should drive electric cars everybody says yeah they're good the whole world should drive an electric car but then when you're buying a car people tend to say oh yeah but it doesn't yeah it doesn't suit me at the moment I just can't because I kind of need to I live in an area where and you kind of put your own caveats on it so I think there's a macro thing where we all think yeah everyone should do a certain thing that's bad we should all do good but the micro thing. When people go into a shop and they buy a T-shirt for three euro, or they buy a Volkswagen car because you know what well, I know. So what difference does it make if I buy when I know they fixed the the other, you know the, the emission scandal? But they're probably grand now. I just think what we say and what we do is very different. I don't think people. I, I don't think a lot of people know what brands stand for. Dove's a, Dove's a good example because they've done a really good job on it, and that is, it's not just their purpose, it's their campaign as well. It's everything mm-hmm. they stand for. It is their brand. That is effectively what they are. Um, now, I think they've done it. They were one of the early people to do it. But, like, if you've got other... And they and they've, they've a right to play in that space. So, you know, Dove talking about beauty and how, how women are... I mean, that was about how women are portrayed in advertising and, you know, Absolutely. stereotypes. So yeah. it was very much in their wheelhouse that they could have a point of view on that. Um, one of the ones I didn't like before, which is State Street, their financial company, they, they I don't know if you've seen in, in um, Wall Street, they put up this statue called Fearless Girl, and it's a kind of ponytailed, you know, 12-year-old bronze statue, 12-year-old girl bronze statue, and she's kind of staring down the famous iconic ball. And State Street, State Street did this to celebrate International Women's Day back in 2017, I think. Um, and, it, and it was kind of like, we don't, we, we think women should be, you know, more prominent in finance and we don't we don't think it's a good thing and women don't get paid as much and they won awards everywhere absolutely everywhere and mm-hmm. it was a brilliant marketing campaign but actually you know what they said and what they did were very different so and then like fast forward two years later because they were collecting awards unashamedly all around the, the world of can and stuff like this for marketing campaigns and it turns out that they weren't practicing what they were preaching they were paying um women amongst other minorities and you know about 20 percent less they had to they had to pay I think it was five million in damages for people if they got sued. But they were rightly called out on it. Let me take a very quick commercial break right here and I'll come back to you. You're listening to The Mediascope Show with Ellen Gunning on 103.2. Dublin City FM. Welcome back. I'm chatting with Dave Winterlich, the Chief Strategy Officer with Dentsu. We're having a great old conversation here about brands and purpose and whether or not people are sincere or genuine in what they actually do. I get what you're saying about State Street. You're saying that effectively somebody came in and said this is what you need to do and they did it absolutely divorced from what they believe in. But what I was thinking when you were talking about the macro and the micro the reason, well, one of the reasons why we all suddenly started separating our waste was because that filtered into homes from schools. Um, children came home and said, this is what we should be doing. I remember years ago when there was a whole thing about skin cancer meeting a, a colleague 
um, who had a, a suntan, a glorious suntan, um, as we would have thought a few years previously, from being on holidays. And she immediately apologised and said that she had done her best not to get a suntan, which beat the hell out of me. It didn't make sense. Um, but she had done her best not to get a suntan because she knew that this was, it might give her cancer and it wasn't a good thing to do. So I wonder, are people, do they know that they're trying to move in the right direction but there's still, see, I kind of get that um, an electric car is a great idea, but it's not suitable for me right now. Because if I travel an awful lot, it's not suitable for me right now. So yeah. it, I do support the idea. And when there's an electric car that can take me from Dublin to Galway and back again in, the, in the, as fast a way as I can refill with fuel, then I'll probably buy one. So it's a, it's a reasonable argument, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, and, but, but I think the question... I, I, as I said, I don't have a problem with, with brands that have a purpose, right? I, I No problem with it at all. And I think when it's done well, it's brilliant. But so, for example, I, what, I'll give you an example. Um, so there's a, a, a soft drinks company um, and they send their team out on a team building exercise to clean up Kalini Beach or whatever. And then they're kind of using that as... Uh, social currency for, you know, they're, they're putting it up on social media and going, hey, mm-hmm. we're cleaning up. Like, that, that for me is just... Like, if you want to clean up the beach, do it. If you want to do team building exercise, do it. But if you, when you start trying to um, pass it off as something you care about, well, that's when I got a problem. Because if you did care about um, polluting the oceans, change your packaging. You can make biodegradable packaging if you want. But why they don't is because it absolutely costs an awful lot more. So when I spoke to Mark Ritson, he says the point of purpose is that it should cost you something. Like, it should actually cost you something. And that's a real purpose. So Dove can have a point of view on women portrayed in advertising it doesn't cost them anything by the way it's cost nothing it's just a campaign and they stand mm-hmm. by it now they can give money they can support things they can feature people in ads it's great um, and it's fine but if you want to talk about polluting the ocean and you're a, and part of your pa- your packaging is plastic and you want to change that to biodegradable um, plastic or non-plastic that is going to cost you a fortune and when you say well actually we, we, we don't believe that the ocean should be dirty well then change your packaging and if you don't do that why aren't you doing it because but the other side of that is if, if you're a large company and you're paying your staff to take a day off to go out and collect rubbish on the beach surely that is saying something no. about how you take a stand I don't think it is so we're saying if you if you think the beaches are dirty if you recognise your problem in that cause stop making the beaches dirty don't go out and pick up the minuscule amount but that's not an instant thing that you can do to change your packaging is probably a five or a ten year process for a very uh, large company, what, it's a massive what, investment, yeah, it and it's a, it's a huge change around in terms. Oh, it's much more than two years, I would think. I mean, the, the sheer then, product but, development but, will be more but why than not, two why years. Not, why not? Why not just do it now? Shrink wrap. Why not just do it now? The plastic ring binders. Just do it now. The Azure announced they're going to do it on some of their products and their off trade. So. Start doing it now. But, but they probably, like, Diageo probably started that years ago. That's my point. So why have the harm in, That's my yeah, point. What's well, the harm in doing something in the meantime? You know, I, like little can't. steps count and we tell people little steps count. Why not take them? Why, as a corporate, why not take them? So why, so what are you doing it for is my point. You're going to have to pick up, is it team building? Is it clean of the beach? And, is, and if you're doing it then and sharing it on social media, well, actually, I think what you're doing then is you're, you're kind of using it as social media opportunities. What, what are you doing when nobody's watching? Why not just do it if you want to do it? I look Janie Mac, I used it. to think I was cynical, Mark. You're more cynical than I am and that's saying something. Yeah, I, I just, <laughs> no, I just, I just see people, people do things. I, 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 and by the way, even on, I, I, this is something that um, 
I just noticed as I was kind of knew I was coming on to talk to you. I'm absolutely sick of seeing companies talking on LinkedIn about how they've given their staff a day off here or whatever, a, a COVID day, a pandemic day. And then all their staff kind of have the same pre-scripted kind of thing about what a wonderful place is to work for. I actually think it's really annoying. Just do it. Do it because it's the right thing to do. Don't do it because you spot an opportunity to kind of do a bit of social marketing. I just, I think. But they may the do reason. it because it's the right thing to do. And staff say, yippee ki I'm delighted I'm working for this company. And somebody yeah. like you is sitting on the other side saying, I don't believe a word no, of it. No, it's because everybody has the same. Everybody's <laughs> post is the exact same. So everybody has the same word. So it, it's the scripted for them, in effect. Yes, I think it's scripted for them. And I think it's kind of. Then, then it becomes. Just, you know what, you don't have to do a social post about everything you do. Just do it because it's right. Do you know what I'm wondering about here? I'm thinking about what you were saying about Volkswagen, actually. I'm hopping and swapping here now, I know. But I was thinking about what you were saying about Volkswagen and that their sales weren't actually affected. Um, And I wonder about the the changing times because in the 1970s when Nestle had that big scandal about baby milk formula in Africa. I mean, that was 50 years ago. People still associate that with Nestle. Now, I don't know whether it affected their sales or not, but it certainly damaged them in the minds of people. Why yeah. what didn't? Why wasn't the same mental damage done to Volkswagen? I don't know. I actually, I honestly don't know. I don't know because I was, I was shocked when I saw it because at the time when that broke, I was thinking, wow, that, you know, that could be the collapse of this famous brilliant company I mean mm-hmm. they, could, they could go to the wall over this because everything I know when I read about consumers is that you know they, they'll they'll act with their wallets but I don't know I honestly couldn't tell you why I don't know what happened maybe maybe I think this back to the macro micro thing and people are saying well they were caught doing it so they're not likely they have their house in order now so or else maybe as I said people don't care that much I genuinely think it's more the latter I, don't, I just I think we overestimate the interest that people have in brand purpose. So there was an example um, which I when I spoke to Mark Ritz and he gave the example of Bob Hoffman and he says, go to your refrigerator, open your refrigerator tonight, um, go open it, behold all the brands that are in your refrigerator that you have gone out of your way, put your hand in your pocket to buy. Now, ask yourself, how many of the brand purposes behind any of those brands, and there will be lots of them, are you A, aware of, or B, do you ascribe to? And astonishingly, you will probably not be able to think of one. You may not, but you'll actually, if you look at your fridge by comparison with your fridge 20 years ago, you'll realise that you're much more health conscious and you know all of the e-numbers that are contained in your products and you've a different, you will understand an awful That's lot about brand the brands. But No, but you'll understand an awful lot more. Brands have become more important, really, is the point that I'm making. I suppose what I'm looking at here is if you're, if you go back to your idea of the, the drinks company and if they decide... Uh, 10 years down the road or whatever length of time it takes so if they decide today that actually do you know what Dave is right we really need to get serious about changing the packaging we need to make this a complete holistic thing so that in 10 years time because I do think in 10 years time people will say I'm not buying from a company that produces plastic Mm. that has a single use I don't think they do it now but I think they will do it in the future so is there is there a way that companies now, that that company, if you were advising them now, you would be saying to them, look, what you actually need to do is not only decide to move in this direction because it's right and it's good and it's wholesome and it's good for the product, but you also need to set yourself up as a thought leader in the space. So maybe the gap is that people don't actually know that you are in a research phase, for example, mm. and looking to find a way to replace it while your staff are out collecting things on the beach, while you're saying to people, you know, plastic is now a recyclable or whatever. Is it back to that whole 
joined up thinking, holistic, letting people know what you're doing and taking a very long term view rather than this jumping onto a clever marketing yeah. idea, which is what yeah. you really object to. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I, I think if you care about something, you don't like you shouldn't come for your marketing department. Well, it could, but like it can't be a marketing campaign. So um, it, if you care about something, like you say, what, what you do when nobody's looking defines character. That's what we define character as. What, do you do the right thing when there's seemingly no benefit to you and nobody's watching and you can get you know no credit mm-hmm. for it so i think if, if you if you want to great if you want to stand for something i'd actually i kind of advise companies stick to something that's within your kind of wheelhouse first and foremost so i'm not sure whether whether you know a sports marketing company should be should be necessarily picking their purpose as um, racial inequality i think it's a campaign i think it's a movement that they can kind of add some voice to but i wouldn't say that's their purpose because I don't think they have any they have any kind of place. That's not really their purpose. I don't think it should be a sports marketing company to fix racial inequality in the world. So I'd say pick something that's within your that you can do something about. So if it's the oceans, great. We can do something about that. We can stop polluting the oceans. We can actually start tomorrow. So I'd, I'd say pick something that you can that's within your control that you can make a difference on that you can be you know you can actually change your packaging and actually pick something that you can. And do something about it. I mean, not just picking. Do something that it runs from top to bottom. Make your your CEO has to buy into it. Can't be the marketing department. Can't be your CMO saying we're going to create a campaign around this, like State Street, um, or mm. Gillette doing a campaign. We're, we're asking the world. It has to be to in the of, DNA of the yeah, business, I mean, basically. I, we've seen before. I mean, Gillette, are a brilliant company, but they but they've done campaigns where they're talking about uh, gender inequality. Okay, fair enough. You say that's a good thing, but then they're accused of pink taxing. So the exact same razor, men versus women, the women won't cost about twenty percent more. Oh yeah, and call them out on it. Absolutely, no, yeah, I agree with you. It's, so, so, it's so not in their DNA. Exactly. Do you know what I'm wondering? You said at one stage that if anyone working in a media agency nowadays is in an admin heavy position, so they're drowning in data and analytics, but they don't really have any real insights. Mm-hmm. It's a huge drain on resources to have people and an expensive overhead to have people constantly looking at data and trying to figure out who are we and what should we be and you know what should we stand for. Is there a is that the missing piece that there's that you almost need I don't know an AI tool or a machine learning or a something that says here's all this data and this is these are the insights that it's giving us. This is actually what purpose will look like or will mean in 10 years time so let's try and move you on that path now um yeah it's an interesting point um i don't know i don't mm. know because when we think about again like classic marketing there's there's brand purpose which could be as, as i said google's is to organize the world's information that's a purpose right but it's not yeah it's not a, a cause it's not social injustice so i just i i, I would advise brands not everybody needs to save the planet. So uh, that's, that would be my first advice to brands. I'd say, have a purpose, great. Sort your purpose out. Be clear in your purpose. But, but avoid the risk to, to run and jump onto saving the planet. Because it may not be the right thing to do. I, I mean, think I that's think, a great piece of advice to close on. Dave, you and I could talk for like four mo- months and we'd still be talking <laughs> at the end of it all. Thank could. you so much for that insight today. I really, really enjoyed it. No problem. And you can listen to my podcast, by the way, anytime, Inside Marketing with the Irish Times. 
you listen to that. And Inside Marketing with the Irish Times. I can highly recommend it because that's yeah. where I found you and Mark Ritson. Yes, well, now, check it out. That's all I have for you for this week. If you've information to share with listeners or a good story to tell, send me an email to mediascope at dublincityfm.ie. And don't forget you can hear podcasts, which we've just been talking about, of this and previous Mediascope programmes on www.globalinstituteforpr.com. I'm Ellen Gunning. Sound this week was by Fergal Daly. My thanks to Dave Winterlich and thanks to you for being with me today. I look forward to the pleasure of your company at the same time next week. Until then, goodbye.